It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. Since 1965, Head Start has offered comprehensive services to children and families, educational, health, and social service support, all to ensure that children, especially those of low income, are healthy and ready to learn. Head Start was designed to help break the cycle of poverty by providing preschool children of low-income families with a comprehensive program to meet their emotional, social, health, nutritional, and psychological needs. Today, the program is administered nationally to over 900,000 children through more than 1,700 organizations. And Commissioner here in Georgia, we're fortunate to have a Head Start collaboration office housed right here at DECAL, and Allison Sutherland is director of that program. She is, and we are very fortunate to have Allison on board and to have that Head Start collaboration um, within our office. I know it probably exists in many different organizations throughout the nation because every state has a collab director, as Allison calls herself. <laughs> but, but Head Start, and when people ask me, well, Head Start's federal to local. Why do you have a Head Start collaboration director? And I try to explain that Head Start is part of the early learning system. Um, therefore, it's important that we have a collab director like Allison to make sure that we're collaborating um, throughout the system, which is in Head Start is an important part of that. She's also a lot of fun to be around. She is, yeah. And brings a lot of life to the office. So, Allison, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. This is exciting. Let's talk about your journey, first of all, that brought you to DECAL and to the Head Start Collaboration Office. What were you doing before? Well, I actually started my career as a preschool classroom teacher uh, for dual language learners in Colorado. And uh, they really encouraged us to move on to our master's degrees. And so I was fortunate to go to the University of Colorado um, in Denver and achieve my master's degree, which started um, opening doors for lots of grant-related work um, in our community and in our state. And then ultimately, I came back home to Georgia um, as a proud uh, bachelor degree Georgia Bulldog. And my parents were thrilled (laughs) to have us home. And um, that was where I started my career with the Office of Head Start, um, and I came to DECAL in 2016 after 12 years of serving at the Federal Office of Head Start um, as the Training and Technical Assistance Manager in Region 4, which served all eight southeastern states for children in the Head Start program. You uh, followed someone that a lot of our listeners probably know, Janice Haker. Yes, I did. And so working in the federal office, you had a relationship with her and knew about the work in Georgia? I did. Um, All of the collaboration offices are grant-funded through the regional office, and so the technical assistance provided to our grantees is the same support system provided to our collaboration offices. And she and I, uh, I was the state TA manager for Georgia, and she managed the collaboration office for Georgia, and we had many um, a wonderful initiative uh, together, such as her lead um, screening initiative for families in Head Start. Um, a lot of the MOUs we have now with um, the Department of Education and homelessness and DFACs with foster care all came from the work that Janice did. Mm-hmm. She was great at collaboration, really mm-hmm. bringing people together. I didn't never knew if that was through just um, her personality or was she threatening people? Well, uh, could be. <laughs> you never know. We have tricks, you know. I, we all have our secret tricks. It all works out well. Well, we're thrilled to have you here uh, at DECAL. Let me ask you this. What is your elevator speech on Head Start and what it does? Well, I wrote something uh, <laughs> because I wanted to be prepared, but... Um, 
what I always really say from my heart is that the that our model um, for Head Start has been developed and built based on evidence-based strategies and research for decades and decades. A lot of the tools, resources, things we know about early childhood came from the research that's done um, um, in Head Start. So I feel really proud that, um, you know, I work with a program that's not just um, – uh, you know, a cookie cutter program, but it's really built on the needs and communities, the the local understanding of what um, families need, and supports and advocates for that local community um, support for young children. So Head Start, if I was convincing someone, I would say it's designed to promote school readiness, um, but that we are not just serving all children, um, we are serving the most vulnerable children mm-hmm. in communities, such as those um Children and families who are experiencing homelessness, uh, children in poverty, children exposed to toxic and traumatic stress, foster care, children with um, disabilities or beginning to be exploring what their disabilities um, or evaluating those disabilities. All of that early intervention happens in the Head Start program. And so um, when a kid comes to Head Start, they're going to get more than um, just a a great teacher. They're going to have mental health. Um, They're going to leave there with a medical home. They're going to have their uh, oral health their nutrition needs met, they're going to have a plan for their education, their parents are going to feel empowered um, about what their children need when they head off to kindergarten. And again, we have that special support for families um, to help them reach their goals, which really ties in nicely to DECAL's 2Gen Georgia initiative. And um, that whole initiative is really built on what we now know works in Head Start. Mm Mm-hmm. It sounds no. like that won't fit on an elevator speech. Well, so I think yeah, you just went to the 100th floor of the building. I was at the Peachtree Weston okay, Hotel. I got on that one that you Going paid for. to yeah. the sundial. Right, right on the window. Yeah, exactly. Riding it on all the way to the top. And maybe back down again. Yes. yes. And I followed that person all the way to her car. <laughs> hanging out of the lobby. Right. But they know a lot about Head Start. I think that's great. And, Don't pick um, on me, Commissioner. <laughs> I'm nervous. Well, it, just, it just shows that Head Start is... A very comprehensive program a lot for of children. Right. It. You don't right. want to leave anything out. Obviously. Right. <laughs> now, your office is physically located uh, in our building at the Twin Towers near the pre-K group. Yeah. And I'm going to segue from that statement into the fact that Head Start works with Georgia's pre-K program on a regular basis. Yes, it does. And we're one of the very first states um, in the country to have blended our programs so nicely and so that not only um, do children in Head Start get the best of pre-K, but children in pre-K can have the best of Head Start. So it provides for um, high-quality teachers from pre-K, and it also provides for those high-quality services that, um, that I mentioned earlier. And um, that relationship has been, uh, you know, over 20 years mm. in the making. And very most of our, all of our Head Start programs in Georgia um, offer a Georgia pre-K. So when you asked in the beginning why we would have a collaboration officer, um, it's also because these agencies just don't do just Head Start. They're also part of the decal landscape as far as licensing. They're also very engaged in quality rated. Some of the highest number of programs in quality rated um, are some of the pioneers of those first rated programs were Head Start centers. Oh, wow. yeah. And um, and we're also licensed and mostly licensed. So there's a lot of other um, 
other pieces that connect us to the state. Mm -hmm. Now, when did early Head Start come along? We hear about early Head Start, uh, and what are the differences with Head Start? Well, early Head Start was born um, as in the 1994 reauthorization of Head Start, and some of um, what makes it a little different is mostly the class ratio. So in a Head Start classroom, we enroll starting at pregnancy. So we enroll a pregnant mom um, so that we can get that brain in our in our midst and helping that mom deliver in a healthy, um, healthy way and develop those healthy relationships early on. And that baby transitions into a classroom um, or a home setting with Head Start. Uh, Early Head Start provides the diapers, the formula. We also um, require and promote a full day, full year um, for children in Early Head Start. And that's really because our pinnacle of the program is responsive care. We want um, each baby under three to have a primary caregiver who can stick with them through um, through their development into preschool age because it helps with their brain development. So we have one to four and two to eight for our classroom, maximum group size of eight. So mm-hmm. it's a really um, designed to, uh, to support that brain development. And DECAL is also unique in the fact that uh, our relationship with Early Head Start, we're actually a grantee. Yes, you are. You are number 32 for us. Um, DECAL is one of the Early Head Start Child Care Partnership um, programs, which were our our most recent funded model. So uh, whereas DECAL... The system reform unit here at DECAL, um, under the leadership of Carol Hartman and um, Deputy Commissioner Kristen Bernhardt, run um, a program here in Metro Atlanta that really puts those children in um, supporting them in family child care homes, which across the country has been a model for Early Head Start for many decades, but it was not really picked up much here in Georgia. And in fact, in the last 15 years, we haven't had um, family child care homes. So hmm. um, Carol and her team have really brought that back into the tapestry and have gotten more Head Start agencies interested in thinking about that service model. Um, so it's I'm really proud of what we've done here at DECAL. So number 32, that leads to the next question. How many organizations are there in Georgia delivering Head Start services, and where are they offered? We have um, about 32 funded grantees, including our Migrant Seasonal Program, which is funded through a different region but operates here in Georgia that serves our migrant seasonal farm worker families. Um, We have 32 agencies across the state. We have programs um, or service areas in all areas, but about two counties that don't um, have access. And we always joke, those are the two counties without kids. Um, (laughs) But overall, I think last year our numbers reached about 25,000 children under the age of five. Okay. And the program serves children and families birth to age five. What makes a family eligible for Head Start? Well, these are federal um, guidelines, just like CCDF um, dictates kind of CAPS eligibility and mm-hmm. then how those priority groups, the Office of Head, Start's, um, Head Start Act and our pro- um, performance standard regulations dictate our eligibility, and that is a family who um, whose income is equal or lower below the federal poverty guideline. And um, we also prioritize children who are um, who are who have a disability, but we are categorically eligible are children who are homeless and children in foster care. Okay. So we have to recruit and we have to um, make sure that we hit those groups in our recruitment. 
And the Georgia Head Start Association, I know we have a relationship with them. What is, uh, what is that association? How do we partner with them? Well, um, we partner very closely with the Georgia Head Start Association. It is the collective body of the agencies themselves, the leadership. Um, That agency um, provides a lot of the professional development as well as important advocacy on behalf of Head Start programs, not just at the local community, but definitely here at the state level and, again, up at the region and federal level. Um, I work closely with them through – it's actually required in my – if you ever want to read my job description, (laughs) it's in the Head Start Act of 2007, exactly what I'm required to do. And um, they are the one main partner I'm supposed to support. So mm-hmm. Tevin Roberts is the director of that um, association, and Tanya Thomas is our president. And we meet, in fact, we met today um, to talk about our New Year's um, resolutions and plans and initiatives. And uh, he carries them out and gets the word out, and I help bring in the partners and the support. So mm-hmm. it's a really nice partnership. That is a great lead-in to the question about uh, your priorities for for 2019, uh, both nationwide and here in Georgia? Well, um, the priorities that are in my grant that was approved by the federal government um, are about supporting grantees to improve those enrollment in those priority areas, how to serve, recruit, um, understand the needs of Uh, children who have disabilities, um, families who are in the foster care system, foster parents, helping foster parents find Head Start. Um, Also, homelessness is a is a is a huge um, recruitment need so a lot of agencies across the state are very busy serving the children and families so my, I see my role and the priority for my is to understand what they need and then I go out and find those partners especially within decal we're lucky in Georgia that the majority of the solutions sit right within our our um, you know agency mm-hmm. so I'm lucky to have a lot of great partners and people who um, who respect Head Start and want to help us reach in and do what they can, such as Quality Rated does it a lot of work to support. Right now we have a huge licensing initiative um, this year, which will remain a priority, and I'm grateful to the CCS team because they're prioritizing and supporting um, grant our centers to become more licensed. They don't have to be licensed because they don't charge a fee, mm. but they have to be licensed if they need a criminal records check. And we are bound by the same federal requirements as CCDF. So in order to access DECAL's criminal record check system, we need to be a licensed center. So um, right now that's the priority this year is getting um, those centers. And we don't get money for facilities, so we oftentimes are operating in older places, old school buildings, places and communities um, that clearly have um, a lack of resources. So we're we're really um, leaning in to, to mm-hmm. DECAL and the CCS team to help us through that process. Commissioner, I want to brag a little bit about Allison and the work she does beyond um, the Head Start Collaboration Office. She really has a heart for helping children and families who are experiencing homelessness and has pulled together a lot of folks uh, within our organization to make some donations and and get involved. She really has taken that on um, as a one-person shop and and got some support from all of our divisions. And we've all kind of come together over the last year or so to form the DECAL Homelessness Committee. Um, But she's had two events where she's collected 
things that the Gateway Center need for their folks that they serve. And she's done a really good job of collecting socks, which is one thing that we probably all take for granted. But they really welcomed the socks that we all collected. And then over the Christmas season, she collected socks and toiletries and things, but also kind of put a Christmas spin on it. So they got some candy and it was wrapped up nicely. It wasn't just in a big box. But I didn't get to go when we delivered it. So Allison, you could probably tell like the impact that you think that may have had on well when i first thought we needed it um you know we needed we used the committee as a way to um heighten our internal awareness that now that we are a caps ccdf federally funded agency we have in our state plan all of this outreach work that we must do in order to support that population and to bring them into the resources that are available to them so um you know it started out as sort of if you bring in some socks it's a great way to kind of remember that that's a group that needs help but that just opened a lot of doors for um, initiatives and people who were seeking um, support and so and that led to lots of policy reflections and changes within CAPS and Head Start so that we can serve that population more compassionately with with the unique needs they have when they apply for our services so I'm lucky that um it started out a few people I kind of forced to come to a meeting, and then it, it turned out every time we do a drive, two or three people come up to me after and say, can I please be on the team? Um, and so we, we took Ryan Rings Red. We had um, good old Craig Detweiler. Shout out to Craig. I want to make you listen to this. Miss you. Uh, and we had a team from CAPS. We had a team from um, from from Pre-K. Pre-K did these beautiful bags. Um, and then we had on every floor um, nutrition everybody got involved and wrapped and brought made those materials and then we all went over and got to go floor to floor and deliver those to um, the the clients that live Mm. at Gateway Center which is our next door neighbor our integrated eligibility site for all people experiencing homelessness in Atlanta. Yeah, very close by, and uh, Ryan actually said he was just helping you take things up to your car. Before he knew it, he was all the yeah, way over. We there. were like, "You're <laughs> you're going to get in the car now," and he was like, "All right." You know what? He was he loved it. He did great. And, That's uh, what he said. Yeah, and everybody I talked to that made the visit said it changed them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really had an impact. Well, I think when you can see it, when we go to talk about it in a in a plan or in a policy, it makes it real and it makes you connected and makes you care and not that we didn't care but there's so many priorities and Mm -hmm. so many people that we touch that just every you know every six months if we can just do a little something to remember um they need us i think it's it's been good for everyone who's involved i tell folks all the time new employees and existing employees if you ever get tired of pushing the papers and looking at the computer get up go to a child care program and see what it's all about and that's a great example of um you know, finding out more about what it is we're doing. And exactly. so homelessness is a very important uh, issue. Um, this is great. Where do folks uh, go if they'd like more information about Head Start? About Head Start. Um, Head Start, you can find information about that on the, we call it the ECLEC or the ECLEC, but it's really an acronym, E-C-L-K-C, Early Childhood Learning and Knowledge Center. And that's a federal um, website that has all of the programs. It has all of the federal tools, resources. Um, I know a lot of our um our curriculum or our framework for um, Head Start, the child outcome framework, is the same tool used by Georgia's Jails. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
pre-K staff know that they can go to the Head Start website and grab those tools and training materials because they're going to mirror nicely what they're already doing with the gels and vice versa. You know, Head Start often taps into what George is doing because we have so many tools and resources. So um, it's a great place for uh, people who are trainers, people who work with staff, um, lots of tools there. But you can also always reach out to me if you have a question about the program in your community and I'll help you find it or help you connect with the right um, people. Okay, great. Thanks for being with us, Allison. Thank you. This was a thrill. Yeah, (laughs) good luck in 2019. Happy 2019. I know. Let's go. It's amazing. Important announcement also from Georgia's pre-K program. DECAL has released the 2019-2020 school year pre-K application for new and continuing providers. It will be due back to our DECAL offices on Friday, January the 25th. This is earlier, Commissioner, this year than in past years. So it is. Be great yes, news. we hope we give it more opportunity for parents to find the right program. So uh, if you've got that, uh, you can find it on our website, download it, uh, get it back to us by the 25th. If you have questions, you can email pre-k at decal.ga.gov. And also send us your feedback and suggestions for DECAL download. The email is decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Now your questions from the water cooler. My name is Thea Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, my department is CAPS, um, SA and CAPS. And my question is, as we uh, progress with the clearing up of the backlog that we were in and move forward, what will be the expectations for CAPS as we move forward? Well, Thea, CAPS has done an amazing job since we began this transition um, from DFACS to DECAL a little over, well over a year ago, I guess I should say. Um, and I think the next step is the transformation part, which I was happy to share with the whole CAPS team back in December um, when I was able to join the CAPS meeting um, down at Evergreen. But my big vision, and it's long term, so um, don't panic, uh, <laughs> but I really I really want our CAPS program to be the number one subsidy program in the nation. And that is uh, a multi-part plan that I'm going to depend on. I have some ideas, and I think it all begins with good customer service, um, but there's so much more to it than that and how we work with families and support families. So uh, very soon we will be working together to decide exactly what those points are to make CAPS the number one subsidy program in the nation. Hey, here's something new. Take the decal download quiz and be entered in a drawing for a prize. We'll draw from all the correct answers. Here's your question. Who was the previous director of the Head Start Collaboration Office? Who was the previous director of the Head Start Collaboration Office. Email your answers to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.